Welcome to episode eight of Getting Real with John Natale. Today's episode, guys, we are talking about something that is honestly fundamental to my life, and that is work-life balance. Because let's be honest, you could have all the success in the world, all the money in the world, all the recognition in the world, all the clients in the world, all the listings in the world, all the buyers in the world, all the contracts, all the transactions, all the volume, all the commission. But if you have none of that to share with other people or a life outside of it, you are not going to be happy. The truth is we could all work as hard as we humanly want to. There's no problem with that. There's no ill will from me towards you for that. However, we have to realize that there's a balance in life. There's a true and utter need to not only be 100% focused on your work, but also your life as well. And so in this episode, I'm going to share some of my best practices for maintaining as well of, not a perfect, but as well of a work-life balance that I possibly can so I can enjoy and peacefully be mindful in the moment, feeling that joy with my wife and my son, and other extended family that I have. Guys, I am so damn appreciative of you for either watching this right now on YouTube, listening on Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else this is available. I am so damn appreciative that you are just tuning in and focusing on what I have to say. It is incredibly humbling that you actually take in this message that I'm sharing and it's unbelievable that really anyone wants to listen to me. However, the fact of how fast this has grown in just a few short months is wild to me. So I continue to say, like, I am so damn appreciative of the fact that you're listening, you're tuning in, and if you could take that one step higher, hit a five-star review, like this episode, share this episode, subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to our channels. I would be even more appreciative of your help in helping in our massive mission here, and that is to redesign and change the real estate industry. It's a big one, it's a grand one, but it's one that's well needed. This industry is stuck in its practices from the 1990s, and it's 2023, about to be 2024, and it's time for things to change. And I'm so appreciative that you are part of that change and you are helping me in this mission. Now let's talk work-life balance because one of the fundamental things I think a lot of people have in this industry is they skew one way or the other. Either their life becomes way too much of a focus that it sacrifices their work and their business. And at the same time, there's just as many people that work is their entire focus and their family, their friends, their loved ones, their support system are completely put on the back burner in their mind. And I think personally, one of the hardest parts of being a real estate professional is the fact that we are always on. Seven days a week, maybe not 24 hours a day, people do sleep, but most times of the day, a client, an issue, anything could arise. It could be 8 p.m. at night and something could happen and you need to be on, you need to be available. It could be Saturday at 10 a.m., just got done with a kid's soccer practice, soccer game, baseball game, dance recital, and something could come up for your business. We are not W-2 employees. We do not go to work from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. or 9 to 5 or whatever. We are on basically all hours of the day. 
And we're also not typically situated in an office environment where we go to this specific place of work. A lot of people work from the car, from their home, on the job site, going to Starbucks or coffee shop to work from. Not many people have an office in which they call their nine to five to sit and work. And that makes sense because in reality, if you're always sitting in an office, never out there in the field, never out meeting with clients, never out showing houses, never running around, eating meals, eating lunch, breakfast, having a cup of coffee here in your car, you are not going to be successful as a realtor long-term if you're always not actually doing the work. So our lives to begin with are all over the damn place. So we need to build in a lot of focus to have a work-life balance. The keys that I'm going to share with you today on how to develop that are multifaceted and each kind of leads into the next. There are aspects of what I think you need to do if it comes down to really having a desire to have a work-life balance. And I think there's some philosophies that I have that I've picked up on, some things I came up with, because this is such a struggle for me too. And it has been, but I've enacted a lot of these practices into my work, into my life, so that I can have a work-life balance. You know, I think of yesterday, I'm filming this at the end of October, yesterday, because of a, a school change with my son's uh, pre-K, uh, our nanny was doing a different day. So I took off the day yesterday. And we went to uh, Sky Zone Trampoline Park, um, which is like an indoor trampoline park here in New Jersey. And we had the time of our lives, my son and I. And I was able to put my phone away. I was able to time, you know, put it into my time boxing schedule and say, this is when I was going to be doing this. I woke up a little bit earlier so I could fit in some work before he even got up. And I was able to focus 100% of my energy on my, obviously my son, on letting myself have fun, play. Like my body is sore from jumping around on these damn trampolines yesterday. It was so much fun. But I wouldn't be able to do that mindfully if I was concerned about, hey, I have, you know, this podcast I got to shoot. I have this uh, new agent starting. I have to get on this coaching call. All these different things in my head if I didn't com compartmentalize exactly what needs to be done. So the focus, the absolute focus for me where work-life balance starts is by the theory and the practice of time boxing. A lot of people say, yes, get on a schedule. Getting on a schedule is perfectly fine. Having a to-do list great. However, time boxing in its practice, and I want you to go on Amazon and order yourself a time boxing schedule. I will have them in my Amazon storefront. So after this, go into my stand store, into my Amazon storefront, and please go through there, buy yourself a time boxing journal. Start with a pen and paper version, because what time boxing essentially does is from the moment you wake up to you go to bed, it lets you schedule in half hour intervals exactly what you want to be working on in that time period. So when you first start doing this, what's going to happen is you're going to try to plan out your day. Things are going to happen and it's going to seem like a convoluted mess. And that's okay. But here's the thing. What ends up happening is you look at your day totally differently. So the night before, you usually try to time box your week out. So on Sunday, you sit down and time box your whole week. But at the same time, you'll sit there every night and say, okay, this is what I have to do it from 9 to 9.45 or 9 to 10, 10 to 11. This is, you know, on the one side is like the things I need to do. And then you put them into your calendar that way. Now, I do this on my Google Calendar now, but I started with that pen and paper version. And time boxing makes you think about your time differently. One big thing that I put into my schedule is the time with my family. Because the problem a lot of people have is they try to balance, especially in real estate where we're always on, 
working with their life. Life with work. When you are at work, when you're working in your business, be working. Be focused on your work. When you are in your life, you are with your family, focus on your family. Focus on your kids. Focus on your spouse, your parents, whoever you are with at that time, focus on them. Focus on being there with your friends if you're out for a night. I understand that you could get a call at any time, but if you have a time boxed in where this is your time to be with your friends, that phone call can wait 30 minutes. If this is the hour of your day where you're having breakfast with your kid and then dropping them off at school, be there for them. Someone calls some, you know, an absolute emergency, life-changing emergency actually happens in an hour, you're still there. But at the same time, someone just texts you, you can text them back in 45 minutes. It's perfectly fine. You'll be all right. They'll be all right. They'll be just fine. And this is coming from a person that always has the need to try to get back to people right away as soon as possible. But I've gotten over that not in the sense of like, I respond three days later, like without a care in the world, like, oh yeah, but sorry, sorry, I totally forgot about you. But if I'm time boxed in to be with my family, I'm with my family now. And it took me a long time to get there. But my happiness level is through the roof. My passion for work is through the roof. My passion for life is through the roof. And it's because I put in these boundaries and really started looking at my time in this box method rather than just say a normal schedule. Because if these are the three tasks you're going to get done between, you know, uh, one is nine to nine fifteen, nine fifteen to nine thirty, and then the last one's going to take a long longer. It's going to be nine thirty to ten. And you have that written out, and you keep that with you, and that's how you go through your day. And then when twelve o'clock rolls around, that's your time to, you know, maybe meet your spouse for lunch or something like that. From twelve to twelve thirty, it's time boxed in. When you're there, you can put your phone away and say, "Hey, this is my time with my spouse." It is our time to have lunch. Or if that's dinner time for you, five to six o'clock. Yeah, how many times have we gotten calls from clients from five to six o'clock? A ton. But if you're able to say, hey, my phone's in another room, it's on silent, or my watch is on do not disturb in this hour, and then at six o'clock, you go and check your phone. When you look at your time that way, you find yourself able to weave in from work and life and be happy with where you are rather than always just be a convoluted mess and have everything jambled together. Because I've lived like that. It's not fun. It's literally, it's always running around. It almost seems like you're putting out fire after fire after fire from your work and your life, right? You're trying to focus on your work, but then something's happening with your kid. You're jumping back to your kid and then they're all mad and then something else happens with work and it's literally a mess. And living like that, let's be honest, is super stressful. So getting on a refined time boxing schedule to where you map out most times of your day, including the time with your family and not just leaving that as open time, and try to be passionate about what you're doing. It doesn't mean, hey, we never have time to relax or you know chill or hang out. Maybe this actually frees you up to get what you need to get done from 9 to 11. And then from 11 to 12, because you don't have anything that day, go relax. Go chill. Go do whatever you want. You want to scroll videos. You want to you know watch YouTube. You want to watch the latest show on Netflix. You want to do whatever you want with your time. Time box it in. I am going to relax from 10 to 11 or 11 to 12, whatever my example was. That's beca- That becomes key for you finding joy in all of this. And honestly, that's one of the most important, like, like I said, and how I opened this podcast, you could have all the money in the world. You could have, or you could have all the time with your family in this business. But if you don't have a blend of both, like you're not going to feel that utter joy that you can and that level of happiness and worth and passion that you can if you establish some of this time boxing into your life. So I do suggest getting an actual pen and paper, doing that for the first at least few weeks, 
And then going from there, you can envelope it into your Google Calendar and start mapping out your day. And I know it sounds cheesy to time box in family time. However, if you don't time box it in, your work ends up filling that time. So if you time box it in and you know, okay, I can be focused. It is time to be with my family. Your family will thank you three weeks from now if you start putting this into practice today. And this works heavily with friends as well. A lot of us, especially if you do have kids, even if you don't, once you get out of college and you're into your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, having, making friends completely changes for you. So when you're able to time box some of these things in, making an effort, like you may have a half an hour time box slot to reach out to your friends each week, check in on them, see how they're doing, try to plan to get together. And then that goes in that following Saturday's time box. So you know not to schedule appointments in that time. And when you start to live like this, it really, really makes you passionate about both things. Because when you're actually at work, you can focus on your work. And when you're actually at, in life, you're able to focus on whatever you're working on in your life, not necessarily just your business and your work and being a real estate professional. One of the most powerful things you can do after having that time boxing schedule, is setting those boundaries. This took me a very long time to do in my business, and it's one of my biggest regrets. However, I didn't have kids just yet because I got in so young in real estate. However, you need to have boundaries in your business. What this looks like for me is at 7.45 at night, every single night, my phone goes on black and white, um, and do not it goes on sleep mode. So do not disturb black and white, all the color comes off the phone, and I put my phone away. Now, I typically, when I get home or my wife gets home from work, I typically put my phone in another room anyway. I will usually keep on my Google Watch just in case someone calls me. Uh, That is the only notification that comes through here. Uh, But otherwise, I'll sporadically go and check my phone if I'd like to. But if we're involved in something or I'm time boxed in, it's dinner time, I do not go and check my phone and or respond if I hear my phone ringing or anything's coming in on my watch. And because we're always so connected nowadays, I feel like you need more than ever to create those boundaries. My phone stays on do not disturb until about 6.45 in the morning. So all throughout the night, I don't care who's calling me. It's on do not disturb. It does not ring. Um, And I did this probably about 10 years ago, and I should have done it even sooner. Uh, Because again, clients, it's not that they're wrong, but if you let them text you at 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, and you're responding back, they're going to expect you to answer every time at 10 o'clock. So I just always built in the boundary. You can reach out to me whenever you want. I will always get back to you as soon as I see it. I don't typically tell them my phone is on do not disturb at 745. It just becomes practice. If they text me at 845 p.m., I'm texting them back the next morning around 7, 8 a.m. when I actually start my day after all my morning habits. These practices, guys, are so vital to, again, building a sustainable career where you don't burn out. So many of us have this issue. We're so gung-ho about pouring into our clients, making money, making it. And trust me, I've been there. I grew up with an immense amount of trauma. I wanted to change my family's history. It's part of the reason I'm doing everything I'm doing now. However, at a certain point, whether you answer someone at 9.30 at night or you know wake up to someone texting you or calling you, and then text them back in that moment, or they get an answer the next morning, is not going to change anyone's life. And that's one of the most important things you have to realize. We are not curing cancer. 
We are not sending someone to Mars. We're not inhabiting another planet. We have a very important job in a person's life when they are moving. However, we are not doing these grand gestures to, you know, to further humanity. So we have to realize that that's okay to understand that like you can get back to someone the next morning if they reach out to you late at night. Now, if they text you at one o'clock in the afternoon, is it smart to wait three days to answer? No, you're not going to be in this business very long. However, if it's the weekend and you decided, you know, we're, we're heading into the holiday season, you're at a little bit of a holiday party uh, or something like that, and it's Saturday afternoon, it's okay to get back to them in four or five hours. It's perfectly fine. It's the, to me, I think it's the, okay, I'm not answering uh, for several days or it's been a while or John always answers within an hour and now it's been 13 hours and he hasn't heard, we haven't heard from him. That's where things start to change. But if you're consistent with, okay, if I'm with my family or doing something with my family and something comes in for work, being like, it, it, it's awkward at first. It's hard at first to be like, you know what? I'm going to leave that on unread or I'm going to, you know, uh, read the email and then put it back to unread. So I know to go back to it. Doing some of these things will feel weird at first, but it will help you immensely in creating that work-life balance because you cannot be on for both at the same time. When you're at work, be at work. When you're at life, be at life. That's the most important thing. And so creating some of these boundaries are super important. Living by that time boxing schedule is super important. Another important thing to do, especially if you're in a relationship with a significant other, is to share your calendar and your time boxing with them. So they understand exactly where you are going to be, what you're supposed to be doing, and not in like a creepy, like following you, don't trust you type of way. But you need to have a partner, especially if they are not in an environment that's always on, that's invested in what your life actually looks like. So sharing your schedule with a significant other will really, really ramp up your relationship. And it will help you and help them be invested in your success. Because otherwise it seems like, okay, uh, you know, how your life might look now is, you know, I'm at dinner, I get a phone call, I step out, leave my kids, leave my wife or leave my husband, whoever it is. Um, I step out, I come back, they're all done, I'm eating, they're going somewhere, they're going to watch TV, I'd like to go watch TV with them. I walk over, I get another call, I get a text, that takes me out of my headspace, then I'm stressed, I argue with my wife over something stupid, and then I come come back, it's bedtime, and I'm shot, and that's what my life looks like at night. That's not going to produce much happiness if that's how your life looks for the next three years. So by creating some of these boundaries, by having time boxing, and buying a, being able to actually focus on the, the things you have to do at a specific time, and sharing that with your significant other so they're invested in you, as well and understand exactly what your day is looking like is of vital importance. And these three seemingly small things are what creates an actual work-life balance for you. So that's why when people ask me, John, how the hell do you run a real estate company, still help clients here and there, have a coaching company, have a media company, run this studio, be invested as you are in the people that you are helping in your work and at the same time still have an insane amount of time to be mindful, present, joyful, and happy 
with your family. It's because I live by this, guys. This isn't just some BS advice I'm spewing. This is what my life looks like. Because I am able to compartmentalize my time into that time boxing practice, it allows me to know where my head needs to be. I, All of us, especially in this business, whether you have diagnosed ADD, ADHD, totally different story, but all of us kind of run around with the same ADD mindset towards things where we kind of just react rather than we're proactive about what we're supposed to be doing. And it's why so many people, whether it's creating content, prospecting, doing anything that grows your business and your marketing so people can contact you and you can get more business, why it's so hard for people to find that to be so inconsistent or why it's so hard for it to be consistent is the fact that we don't focus our time in that aspect. So if you focus your time like that, if you have your schedule down to where you're supposed to be, even if something comes up, you're able to just slide one time box into another that could be open or where you had some relaxing time in that week or you shift things around. When you view time differently, it opens up that opportunity for you. That's the only way I'm able to do what I do. It's the only way. Otherwise, I would not have a relationship with my family. With the amount of work that does consume my time by not being as efficient as I am, if I wasn't efficient with my time, damn, my life would look a lot different on a home front. I'd work extensively more hours if I let work kind of fill my time rather than be passionate about what needs to get done. And at the same time, have places in my schedule for certain things to happen for my businesses. This is all so important, guys, and it all ties in together. These three big things are what helps me and will help you create that work-life balance that you are craving. 